things start out with a gong. It means it's serious. Ooh, we got pain flutes? Shit. That means Tommy B and Eric are in this house. It's serious with a gong and some pan flutes. What else we got? We got ladies? Oh. Oh. Yes, we got ladies. It's going to get serious. What are we doing? You know it. Oh. You know that's right. Oh, you know that's right. You know how big this is? And then all of a sudden, nah. Oh. Consent of the governed. Here we go. Another episode. It's time. Once again, Tommy P. Eric Sullivan. Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is Pog. <laughs> Consent of the governed. Uh, this is pilot episode 000000. Um, and what we're going to do here is just explain exactly what is going to happen with uh, this podcast. Um, this will be offered on plenty of formats one video on YouTube and anything else we can get it out on. Uh, the other is plenty of the other anchor FMs and, and uh, other podcasts. Shoot, which is always Bitch, nice. shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff in this episode, we're a going to introduce ourselves, B explain what the channel's going to do regarding format and C just have an organic conversation between the three of us. Um, two of these guys are guitarists. So this could get, uh, Musically stupid, but <laughs> oh, it's going to. <laughs> but it's going to get it's going to get awesome. Is what's going to happen? Real <laughs> awesome, real it's quick. Come a gear form pretty quickly. <laughs> like every guitarist. It's going to get organically awesome. awesome. Organically <laughs> awesome. Organic. That word organic. It's fucking it's natural, man. It's not fantastic. organic. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about like Monsanto organic. I'm talking about like we're it's just like, going to free flow. This is this is an life. organic tomato. <laughs> this, of course, no, it's, it's fucking it's, organic. What is it made out of plastic? Came <laughs> from the ground, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fine, organic, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just hasn't seen pesticide for two days before it got picked. Um, so, well, that that fucking went south quick. Um, by the way, you will see us most likely uh, drink things. They're probably not sponsors. They just might be a favorite drink of choice at the time. Um, and all of our sponsors uh, will not be here right now. We are taking in sponsors, and they will be put in throughout the episodes, um, in future episodes. But um, as of right now, I'm getting raw with the claw. Don't judge me, monkeys. Um, Go raw with the claw, I'm, I'm baby. Judging. I'm yeah, you, very hard. You, yeah, you will. <laughs> but you've seen, you, know, you and I drank bourbon two weeks ago. Like That's yeah. true, though. Um, so... <laughs> I think your package just just kind of fell out of the bottom of your pants. Man. Well, kind of no, shake no, it out like you're shaking out a turd. Well, no, it, it's still attached. It's just that big. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Um, moving on. Why don't we, uh, while I take a drink here, uh, Tom, introduce yourself. Oh, my name is Tommy Patterman. Uh, uh, Eric Sully and I have been buds for uh, 20 years. Yeah, something like that. I think we probably... Met over a mirror a long time ago. Many, many moons. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, um, just going to kind of head up some of the sections, give uh, give some input, 
you know, between uh, uh, the musician side of things to the political science, geopolitical science kind of things to the uh, cryptocurrency side of things and how they all kind of tie in together, believe it or not, you know, with um, the state of the music industry, with the state of the geopolitical situation, with the state of digital currencies, fiat currencies, gold, silver, you know, commodities, what have you. Um, but yeah, uh, background is a lot of rock and roll growing up in the woods, woods of Wisconsin, baby represent best kept secret in America is what it should say on that plate. Fuck yeah. Wisconsin. Best I, lo- I love Wisconsin. Yeah. At least the Northern part of it. The rest yeah. of it sucks. <laughs> Out, yes. out, you know, I just originally went out east for Brian's wedding. You know, go. yeah. oh, it, it, it was good. It's, it's pretty out there. Mm. No, uh, <laughs> just kidding. No. I'm talking about the south. I'm talking about the south part, like Beaver Dam and Milwaukee. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even look anything like the rest of Wisconsin. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. Oh no, I just. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's, it's just really funny to see how you can see the decline of creative thought in music. Really, uh, and, and not just now, but in, in, in many different decades, when you start to get music where you get the lack of creative thought and the lack of creative artists and you just get basically the producers writing the music, making the music, you it's, it's really a sign of the times. And it's right. a sign that, you know, our geopolitical situation is shit. It's a sign that, you know, our um, economy shit, the worth of the dollars shit, inflation shit, you know, our wages are still shit and the things cost way too much and everybody's living, you know, in this debt slave system. You have people aren't paying attention to lyrical content or real true music. I mean, you can go there is back no to lyrical like, content. Yeah, no, there, 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 there's none. Well, just, there, there, there is to an extent. It's just you're not I'm hearing here the and there, but it's just battles, yeah. you know, if it sounds like somebody else and they know that that it'll sell, that's what they do. Right. You know, who wants to spend their time digging through you know hundreds of thousands of independent artists to try to find something meaningful? I mean, who has the? Ain't nobody got time for that. Shoot. No. So, um, so as but, we're, but, as we're but, talking but about the music that, stuff, I was, I, I was going to go stuff. back into the dark ages, like and and, and uh, the Renaissance. I mean, look at just now more so than the music because the music was pretty incredible as well. But look at the art and look at how detailed everything was. You know, art is a, yeah, art is a representation time. of life. Yeah, art, mm-hmm. art is a representation of life. It's a, it's, it's the the soapbox of the people. Um, so what are we calling this little music segment due to the fact that we are separating this into three different, um, podcasts for our listeners that may want to hear something from someone else or uh, from, from somebody that's a musician. What are we going to call that? We are going to call this musicians mayhem. Musicians mayhem. You know, and 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 this will be just a a free flowing chat with these cats, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, whether, um, this is not going to be politically driven you know i mean obviously there's 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 it's you know we're probably going to have discussions about it but no this is just going to be an open place for people to talk to about the state of music which i I think is is somewhat concerning you know i think you do have some genuine stuff coming out but shit man i haven't really found a new artist that i was truly impressed with 
that truly kept me captivated for more than just a handful of songs. Right. I mean, remember when you used to buy an album and it was like, boom, put that bitch in, smoke off the noob, and just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you know, art. We should definitely do an we should definitely do an episode where us three all talk about this because, like, from yeah. hearing from three separate standpoints, it's like me living in Nashville, man. I can go all day about this topic about like we're kind of entering in a whole new golden age of music and mm-hmm. like having your guys' side of it. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, Jordan, introduce yourself and uh, and you know another subject that we're gonna you know go over. Sure. So uh, my name is Jordan Mode. Um, I am the podcast producer of COG. Um, some of you may know me as being the producer of the Rice Bowl podcast, which is what I do with a fellow friend of ours, Chris Rice. Um, I also am the owner and operator of Crashline Studios Nashville, located in the West Nashville area. We do a lot of media, music, and uh, film production, all in the audio sense. Um, I'm a guitarist as well. I play in the band Suspicious Minds as well as a national touring songwriter on my own. Um, and this has kind of been like my first branch into the podcasting world. And, um, you know, especially signing up with Eric, who's actually my brother-in-law, which a lot of people don't know. And this is me and Tom's real first time actually getting to talk and hang out, which I can tell already Tom's an awesome dude. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But, uh, and we both have a, a genuine love for great guitars, so that's a good start. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, I guess going, cause obviously this is going to be a very driven uh, music podcast, what it's going to have as well as crypto and stuff, but we're also going to be discussing uh, uh, politics and that's going to be an area that we're going to talk about, which a lot of people don't like to talk about, but a free forum forum for politics and discussions of what's going on in current events. And I'm kind of dropping the name at the moment. What, what are we calling this again? Are you ready for this? That's why you're joining yeah. today. Y'all ready Poly for this? Psychedelics. Poly psychedelics. Poly psychedelics. That's why you dropped and that's look of, of politics. Yeah, should yeah. be a good one. Might yeah. get, might get heated. Psychedelics <laughs> may be imbibed while talking about. The we might have to do this. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Imagine what that conversation is going to turn into. Real quick. Oh my god. I, I think I think that's something man. for a live yeah. episode. No edits. Like we yeah. have to be on our best best behavior. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that would be amazing. So that, um, that should be a game show. How long can you keep it together on a live stream <laughs> with a head of psilocybin? That's an ambient and, and rubbing one out. Um, <laughs> so so uh, uh, speaking of masturbatoriums. Uh, my, name is, my name is uh eric sullivan uh you'll hear tom call me sully um for the longest time i was known as sully uh still am known as sully to most people who never even heard my first name um and reason being is because i got a corporate job um which sucked so um i don't know i got married and and everything just went you know as straight laced as eric sullivan could possibly be Sully's still there, um, but as straight laced uh, as Eric, I, I don't think straight laced as Eric Sullivan is ever going to be in the same. It's sense. never going to be a thing. Maybe <laughs> six years old. No, so um, yeah, I I'm actually married to Jordan's sister, um, and I was in a band with Tom that was 
a really good time. Six years. Uh, we we toured. We lived. We shared bank accounts. Uh, we, you know, did everything. I mean, at one point in time, shared clothes because the house burned down. Yeah. And and you know that shit happens. <laughs> but definitely uh, didn't share share shoes with you though, Sally. No, don't do that. Hey, hey, as soon as I got out of the band, my, my foot stuff cleared up. So you, you, I'm going to blame it like, on you. That's like a tour rule, though. You never share shoes or socks. Like, you just can't do that. Yeah. Boxers are fine, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little, little <laughs> bit of the crabs or something. That never hurt nobody. It's just, you're just, it's just a gift at that point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it again. Oh, it's a gift from the road, baby. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to introduce the uh, the other segment, the last of the three segments. So we have Musicians Mayhem. We have Polypsychedelic. And what we're going to do is talk about on the other one and bring in uh, various guests regarding it is um, the currency quagmire. The reason why it's called that is because we're going to take a look at every currency throughout the world, um, including cryptocurrencies, maybe especially cryptocurrencies, um, but also the futuristic technology that is attached to those things and figure out um, maybe what's what's going to happen with our, our currency uh, in America, um, how it's going to change, uh, and, and, and the things that just surround how we, um, best way to say it is express ourselves through stored value of our labor, and um, and, and that's a that's a that's a big thing to me. I, I really enjoy that uh, part of of life is looking into the reason why, how, and where we spend our money, and in what form that that money um, is there because it is our effort as humans stored and then spent as a form of self expression. So. Um, after that, I mean, wow, we're, dude, we're that pretty... was that was really well put. Yeah, that was deep. No, because I was just I, I, I was thinking about that when you're talking about currency and, and, and how it's a store of your own self worth. I mean, you know, look at what I spend my money on. I like guitars, you know, but but yeah. you also look at that as an investment too. And you, right. you know, you're, you're gonna buy a nice guitar that's either gonna retain or go up in value. So how many how many hours did that guitar cost you? Which one? That's that's a weird thing, right? So how many hours did the guitar cost you? I didn't say how much money. How many hours? Yeah. How much you know, hours work did it go to, to get that thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, but but it's, it's just twenty hours. No, thirty hours right there. Right. So so there's there's a. Actually, no. That one was probably like. That was a few. That was a few. Right. So so I mean I I. I I wasn't trying to be so profound and I'm glad I can finally be you know, <laughs> succinct in what I'd like to get across there, you know, doing everything on the fly. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, to me, that's exactly what currency is. And um, if more people looked at it as such and were taught that kind of, you know, method, I don't think we'd be, we'd be looking at the amount of debt we have in this country um, because people would feel like there's a personal responsibility of, um, fiduciary responsibility on themselves and not think about things as, Oh, well, I can get this credit card and it's just zeros, you know, printed in my bank account, either a debit or a credit. Um, and, and it is, it is a, it is a weird thing. I mean, I've been, you know, really researching currencies for a long time and, 
a lot of that has to do with politics. So we're going to bleed in, like we keep saying, we're going to bleed in from one thing to another. Um, and, and it, it, you know, as far as my concern, or my, my thing is, is there's no reason why we need an intermediary between me and myself and my expression. And then all of a sudden I have to go through something like a federal reserve um, and use that note and have all of these stringent laws put on me in order to express that. And uh, yeah. that's where the that's where the politics comes into play with that stuff. So we'll see a lot of bleed over on this stuff. But for the listener, we're going to try and keep um, we're going to try and make sure that if you listen to this podcast because you like the musicians that we, you know, um, are, are interviewing, you can just listen to the music stuff. And that's why we're going to brand it as such. And if you like the politics stuff, you can get into the politics stuff. And if you like the, you know, um, uh, the currency stuff and everything else, you can get into that. Um, I've just seen too many podcasts where um, I'm trying to listen to something and then it's just a bunk interview and I ditch it after 15 minutes. So clarify the expectations first and foremost, which is what one of the, this interview or this, uh, this podcast is all about is clarifying the expectations of what this podcast is going to be. And then, you know, um hopefully everybody resonates with it we can move on so uh today consent of the governor is born hell yeah happy birthday bitches (laughs) someone cut the ribbon well that's the one thing too you talk about expression and you talk about the debt system and everything else and currencies and uh how that plays so much into the state of the political and geopolitical psychedelics, if you will. Um, because I'm, that, that's how the worth is established. You know, yeah. when, when you basically condition someone to, con, you know, to constantly see that, you know, being overspent and having a, you know, half a million dollar house and a $30,000 boat and a $40,000 RV and two forty or $50,000 cars, then having fucking kids on top of that to pay for that and then paying for private schools. If, I mean, we, we were conditioned to believe that that was the way that that's what you wanted to strive for, which in my opinion, I don't agree with. I don't work that much because I don't have to, I don't have all that shit. Live yeah. within your means. Yeah. Live within your yeah. means. And, 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 upward mobility. So strive for what you want and understand that, you know, maybe I can't afford that, you know, $3,000 guitar right now because it's not actually $3,000. It's ours. You know, um, the only currency in my opinion, the only currency in my opinion that I actually own and have full claim over is my time. You can't take that away from me. That's my currency. And and that's once again, the political geopolitical conditioning is they try to make it that you know your time's not yours, you know, especially when you're when you're on a, on somebody else's dime, when you're on a salary. No, that's that's not your, your time. No, fuck you, man. It's my time. I can do whatever the hell I want. I can do whatever what yeah. I feel like. And 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 I hate once again condition into living into that debt system your entire life and just basically, you know, barely paying off your house and all this other shit. And then when you're 65, 70 years old, now you get the time to relax. Your oh, body's broken down. You don't like to travel. 20 anymore. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if if you're lucky, I'm going to make it to much, like yeah. 75. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be lucky to make it to 75. Right. And, you know, that's that's when you're supposed to relax. When you're broken down, fuck that. So, 
so think about this, um, Tom. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in in Jordan here because it's a, it's a really cool thing. Jordan is younger than both Tom and I. Tom and I are roughly the same age. Jordan is a lot younger than us. Um, Tom was smart and went to school, um, got his bachelor's of science in computer science before oh, he graduated. Not associates, not a bachelor's. Associates, associates sorry. Um, uh, before before he turned eighteen and made Wisconsin pay for it, right? So he gets most of his is you know degree done. Um, a lot of states don't offer something like that, um, and mostly and they could have. And they, they could have. They should. Yeah. They should. Yeah. They so, should. so, so then you have then you have somebody like Jordan who has a passion, who wants to be not just a musician but a producer and understand everything that has to do with the music industry and producing not just music but video, um, movies and everything like that. And he goes to a school to do it. Goes to higher learning. Goes to a, what would be considered a trade school, and. Jordan, your debt is probably off the hook right now. You don't have to disclose that if you don't want to, but let me know what your uh, let me know what your experience was with it. You know, you know what's crazy is like, yeah, it's it's pretty astronomical, and it's one of those things where it's like you look at it and you go, how does how does one simply offer a, a tuition for a music degree, knowing how the industry is today? Like, I mean, like, the, it, trust me, it was a great school. I love Full Sail. I love the, the whole program. I learned a lot and everything I'm thankful for. But, like, do I think it was worth the amount that they're charging for it? Probably not. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's out of here or there. Yeah, but. Well, that, that, and, that's, and that's the social engineering aspect of it. So when we talk about, you know, debt, right, um, you know, back in the '70s, because nobody even remembers what it's like to, um, uh, you know, back then in the '70s. And today's podcast is brought to you in part by the Kool Aid Foundation. The Kool Aid Foundation is building a decentralized application that will reinvent the way people donate to their favorite nonprofit organizations and give money to those who are crowdfunding for a good cause. When technology and transparency is the baseline, efficiency becomes second nature. We use this to fuel a gig economy based on good works. This is the way the Kool-Aid Foundation is envisioning our future, by gigging and giving for humanity. Learn more at Kool-Aid.org. C-O-O-L-A-D-E dot org. Yeah, and this is, and this is what ties into the, the whole birth certificate thing like you were talking about like yeah. how much are these people worth you know our time yeah. is, is is probably the most precious th- i mean it really is is time mm-hmm. is it's precious and and to give this an equation right for all the math nerds out there i'm not one but for all the math nerds out there um when your birth certificate was created if you were born pre-1975 the number is three score and 10 years worth of estimated tax and that in if you were born at 1975 was $630,000 and that's what you were worth according to the federal reserve according to the powers that be according to the world bank you were worth $630,000 the minute you were born and we won't go into all the minutiae that goes around outside of it they want and it plays into the music side of things Takes you three hundred and well, back when we were playing music, it was three hundred and forty thousand dollars to chart an album. So, <laughs> you want to know, you know how much it costs to produce one today? I can tell you, or did, it ain't three. It three hundred forty thousand dollars to produce well, or to chart, produce, it. chart to chart. To, get it on the chart. Uh, 
Yeah, the charting might cost that with marketing, but the produced one, it's much, much cheaper and affordable nowadays. No, this 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 was to actually chart an album on the top 100. Yeah. yeah. And um, in whatever particular genre. And this was back in yeah. 2003 or 2006. And it shows you yeah, around the difference around. in a couple of well, and decades. But look at, our, look at our wages from 1970 till now. Look at our wages from 1990 until now. Look at how, I mean, I look at a lot of houses and I look what they sold for previously in a lot of different areas across the country. Not because I'm some kind of real estate mogul. I don't know shit about real estate. And I'd fucking <laughs> predict any market out there. Not Maybe we need to get one on here. Financial advice. But, we should get a real estate agent on here. Yeah, we should. Yeah. But uh, but I've noticed for like, you know, what they sold for, you know, and I understand certain areas had natural disasters and whatnot, but, you know, you look what they sold for back in even 2013, 2016, and ridiculous how yeah. everything just went. Oh, yeah. I mean, my yeah. God, it just blew up to the point of, if you were in your early 30s and you had a job making... 60, 70 grand a year if you're lucky, 50 or 60, which should be a nice wage, but really isn't that great of a salary considering 50 or $60,000 was a decent salary back in 1980 or I mean, 1995, you know, it wasn't like an outstanding salary, but it was still a decent salary and you could afford to put some money away, buy a house, buy a car, do all that shit. Live within your means comfortably. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the crazy the crazy thing is is uh, 2008. You know, pre 2008, like we were just talking about. You know, the the 2006. Um, uh, you know, as far as like the actual housing crash started in 2006, we didn't feel it till 2008, right? Well, 2006, they created something called a ninja loan, and it was so sneaky. <laughs> but, <laughs> sneaky, uh, that is, that is but, sneaky. Carrot dick, man. Carrot it's a carrot. You don't even know. In and out, you don't, you don't even know. know. It's like you don't oh. even know. <laughs> um, so, 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 ninja, ninja is actually an acronym, and it's no income, no job approved. And that was what they were doing. They were giving five hundred thousand dollars houses out to a single income home, you know, family home that made what I do as a subcontractor building houses, and that's one income they give a five hundred thousand dollars house to. Why? Because they were going to short That's that market. Cool. They were going to short that market. And, and, they and did dude, it. a $500,000 loan, that mortgage is a million dollars. That's insane. That's a million dollar 30-year mortgage that mm-hmm. you're going to probably spend the first 15 years paying off right. nothing but the principal. Well, or, or, or no, nothing, but nothing but the, yeah. uh, the, uh, yeah, the interest. Percentage. The interest. Yeah, the that's, interest. That's, that's, so, that's insane. So at that at that time, these loans were actually um, so an ARM adjustable rate mortgage, mm-hmm. which means that they could adjust your interest rate at the level at any given time, real time. At any given time, they can adjust your rate, right? So that's a recipe for disaster, right? Um, that means that that's the reason why we had the two thousand eight collapse, and a lot of people don't seem to understand that all wars are bankers' wars. All um, all recessions or depressions are bankers shorting the market. Um, we can see that in the crypto market, right? You'll even even Trump and Giancarlo and uh, uh, what's his nuts from the fucking uh, Mnuchin from the Treasury <laughs> said said straight up, no, we we took one of the markets that should be the least manipulatable, which is cryptocurrencies, and we manipulated it, and they admitted to it. In 2018, mm-hmm. uh, the end of 2018, they admitted to it after Giancarlo left um, the CFTC. So 
we're looking at, at, at the ability of our government to not only engineer our livelihood and the paradigm. Well, that, well, and then, you know, by government, you should also include big banks, central banks, because those are right. some of the, no, you no, know, no. that's some of the biggest pains in the asses. And, and, and also the, and look at like some of the big, the big players in the crypto right. sphere are dirty motherfuckers. And it's easy to manipulate them because they have a whole lot of skeletons in their closet. I so have, you have that I on have, top of that. I have legitimately sat face to face and met face to face and talked with um, a not only accused but convicted pedophile in the cryptocurrency industry that is looked at in the cryptocurrency industry as one of the best people in the world. And I disagree. I will never wow. once. I will never once bring him on this show without clarifying the expectation that I'm going to destroy him on the show. I went from Brock Pierce. <laughs> oh yeah, you can throw the name out. That's fine. No, no, I, I throw it out there. Yes. Brock Pierce, man. Yes, it's, it's, um, it's actual facts. Mm-hmm. Yes. He, he, uh, he, uh, uh, yeah. he was the kid. You know, you remember that opening scene on the Mighty Ducks when the kid missed yeah. the goal? The one, two, three, triple D, can you miss the goal? And that was him. He was a child mm-hmm. actor, and then he actually got nailed with one of his and one of his buddies and some big Hollywood guy. Dude, they actually Mark Collins, Mark Collins Rector, yeah, um, yeah. was one of the guys, and I. I, Nailed you know, for I don't want to slander child porn and pedophilia. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's wow. Spain and, and everything else. And he got away, and he's down in uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, I mean we're. Down, you know, I, I, I just want to put this out there, man. He's down in Puerto Rico, and all of a sudden now he's he's running for president. And what can they not do to you when you're running for president? Well, they can't smear you. They can't do any. Well, you know. and and I'll tell you this that um, that it's going to catch up to him. Um, I, I, I met him in Miami, January. I met him in Miami in January of this year. He's free to walk about and do all of his stuff. Um, how much money did that cost? Going back to, to, to Brock and Mark Collins rector, um, the entire, in my opinion, the entire cryptocurrency, uh, scene is filled with a lot of people that are looking to make the change. And it started with looking to make real change. And I think every industry is doing that and experiencing this flip of what you would call institutional corruption, right? So where the the, the most corrupt people at the top, uh, whether it's in the music industry or crypto or medicine, you're seeing now with COVID, all of these things, we're seeing um, this this flip, this 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 awakening of all right. Let's let's get all the skeletons out of the closet on this. I'm seeing it. I I look at it. I watch it constantly just because it's a passion of mine. Um, a lot of people don't see it, um, and and I'm kind of depressed about it. But real quick, um, you know, to close everything out, where does everybody feel like this world is going in all aspects of what we just talked? All three. Where do you feel like music? Don't say that word feel. That's 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 such a pussy term. Like God, organ, or, organic, <laughs> organic, and it's so feel. organic. How organic. do you feel about this situation? I don't fucking care how I feel about it. I tell you what I'm going to do about this situation. You know, my oh, opinion man. on the situation, my okay. opinion on where things are okay. going. Sure, Come straight from the host's mouth, baby. <laughs> um, it's gold. It's, it's video gold. <laughs> 
No, where, where, where this is headed is obviously people are starting to notice the uh, system that they, that, that, the system that they're a part of and how the system is not sustainable and they have been played for so long. Um, I've seen a lot of articles out there too um, about overall opinion about people really, really kind of evaluating their life and evaluating what's important to them and what's not minimizing their life. You know, there's, there's still the people out there that are just going crazy and going big, but you know, I think it's, it's just going to happen more and more as the uh, economy turns farther and farther South because you know, you can't go through this much downtime without any major economical repercussions. And that's what you're going to see in the up and coming months. And unless Trump pulls out the Trump card, which we'll talk about in, you know, future episodes, future episodes yeah. Um, you know, uh, we were really going to have a tough time getting back on track. So now is the time to, you know, really, really Dive realize what that is in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And really audit, audit your, your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing that I think is actually a lot of people. I actually just did a huge write up about this not too long ago about the music industry and where it's going. A lot of people think this is kind of like the end of the music, the quote unquote, the end of the music industry. But the way that everyone's been seeing it, at least here in Nashville, is that this is actually the platform of launching the new music industry where the power is going to be entirely in the hands of the musician. So thinking like almost like record labels are going to become a thing of the past. You can promote yourself. You can push yourself. You can do anything you want to do nowadays. And, you know, yeah, it may require you to write more music quicker and this and that. Um, You know, it's really, it's actually really exciting because like nowadays it's like, oh, well, I have the technology that, you know, would have cost me thousands of dollars to go get a song done. I can do this in my house now. And with a $500 marketing campaign, my song can hit a million streams and I can go gold. You know, and that's the thing. Now you can you can go out and find the artists, like let's say these up and coming artists that are good looking, that are very talented, what have you. I mean, that's that's entertainment, right? Yeah. And you can now directly market to these individuals, and so you could be writing music for these individuals that are incredibly, you know, beautiful and talented and everything else. Yeah. And so you don't even have to get. You know, so it's it's really good for everybody across the board, from the songwriters to producers. To oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think the 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 general theme, in my opinion, of what you guys had just said, is this idea of disintermediation, right? So to be able to take away the person that was standing in front of you in order to get to your dream, whether that's financial stability or or um, you know being completely sovereign with the birth certificate thing in politics, um, having your freedom, your true freedom. Um, all of those things are starting to like the veil is being lifted and we're starting to see that all of these people that were standing in the way, the middlemen that were standing in the way and the people that were creating those middlemen um, that were all, you know, tearing us apart and, and making us go after ourselves and separating us from each other. Well, now technology, whether it's Bitcoin or Zoom or, you know, um, any of these Pro podcasts tools, and stuff. Dude, Pro or, Tools. Yeah, Pro Tools. man. All of these good technologies, you know, I'm hoping smart contracts end up destroying everything that we know as far as the political system. Um, because we don't need them anymore. We have math. We don't need yeah. your Federal Reserve. Why? Because we have math. Uh, we have code. We have things that will work in our favor because they were built, not for them, but they were built for us. And it's going to separate us from the system or the paradigm that was holding us back by a a ton of intermediaries that were standing in our way. Jordan wanted an education. He had to go to a bank. 
You know, yep. I wanted a house. I had to go to a bank. Um, you know, Tom, he wanted a guitar. He doesn't go to a bank. I no. went and fucking bought it. I wanted a microphone. I sold something I had that I didn't need, right, and I went out right. and bought but it. This, yeah. But this this idea of, of, in my opinion, all humanity, doesn't matter what country you live in, you only need a few things. I mean, obviously, besides your food, your water, all your shelter, all that jazz, right? But you, you only want a few things. You want peace. You want... Um, you know, a good stable income and to be able to provide for your family. And then you want to see upward mobility, not just for yourself, but for your kids. And but those think, things were hampered. And, and, and I think and we're what, looking, what people yeah. forgot and all that, not to, not to interrupt, I know we're running out of time here, but Ooh. no, on top of that though, too, I, I'd say peace, but also, you know, a happy, healthy, stable relationship, friends, family, yes. people yeah. that are and family and friends or yeah. that, but, the time to let those things be fruitful and blossom. And I know you'll probably get on me about using the term blossom because it's not me. No, I'd rather hear blossom than organic. (laughs) Organic. It's organic. Uh, Don't panic. It's organic. (laughs) This might be a good spot to wrap it up. Yeah. This might be a good spot to wrap it up. Yeah, fellas. Um, it is, this has been amazing. And, uh, for, for episode triple zero, I think we got it all nailed down. And, um, definitely look forward to uh, doing another. I know we have some on deck that we've, you know, been working on and everything else. And we're going to put Jordan to work here. And you may not see his face a whole lot. Um, we'll bring him in as much as possible. I want to see your face. Fun. I want to see your face. I don't mind yeah. coming on the show. Yeah, let's do it. But um, but just understand that not only is he there, but there's uh, uh, quite a few other people that are involved in this to make this go. And a big shout out to everybody we know, including like Rice uh, from Rice, Rice Crypto and all of his stuff. Um, and, you know, Jason, everybody else, my wife, Tom's wife, you know, Jordan's girlfriend for letting us all do this because, you know, behind every good man is an even better woman. And yep. um, uh, you can see a lot more in the future regarding some other folks we know who are quite the character. And we'll give them little spots on the site, on the on the on the podcast as well, <laughs> and 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 they'll get they'll get their time. All right, get- goodbye. I will talk. <laughs> Peace, guys. Take it easy, fellas.